Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Six oh eight on a marvelous Friday. I almost said a bad word. It's a marvelous Friday. Mark Aram and the bananas with you till eight in the PM. We are down one banana. Longoria is off tonight as he continues to burn PTO. So Jason Byers filling in on the other side of the takeout window. Thanks for joining us. We're going to try to keep you entertained on your ride home. Uh, Mark McKay talking about that awful, awful traffic with uh, Vice President Pence in the motorcade. Did you hear what happened, Chuck? To the motorcade? Well, first of all, so he had two speaking engagements today uh, for Senators Leffler and Purdue, one in Canton and then one in Gainesville. Think about driving between Canton and Gainesville and There's then back no to Cobb easy County. easy route between the two. No. So this morning, they don't, like, release the details of the motorcade, yeah, which no. is probably smart. Yeah, they don't. So this morning, I was uh, hypothesizing on Channel 2 that, well, they're, they're going to helicopter the vice president between Canton and Gainesville, right? Like no sane person, even with a motorcade, is going to drive that. Yeah, they should have called Smiling. He would have given exactly them a ride. right. But they did drive, so they had to close uh, in order. I'm going to go. They had to close 75, 575, and then 575, then 75, then 285, then 85, then 985, and then back home 985, then 85, and 285, and 75. That's that's crazy. But the crazy part is they got off the wrong. They got off 285 the wrong way in Spaghetti <laughs> Junction. Now, I, there's no, you don't blame the vice president. He's not, you know, riding shotgun going, all right, all right, take a left. You know, he's in the back seat, uh, but someone's going to get fired for that, I'm sure. I mean, we've all done that, taking the wrong exit Are off they of 285. not have a GPS, though? I mean. I, I don't know at that point, because those could be hacked trying to by think the. If, was it the new ramp or something that threw them no, off? I don't know. Someone that's very, obviously <laughs> not familiar. They probably bring, they should have local drivers, right? They should have local drivers driving the... Uh, Call it Uber to sit in the front seat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That one of those Uber blacks with, you know, the really nice things. Uh, but so Smiling just said they are back now up on uh, in, in Dobbins. But that's just crazy, crazy. And Chuck was wondering yesterday, uh, with all these big wigs on both sides of the aisle coming to uh, Georgia to fundraise and get the vote out for the senatorial race, Chuck was wondering yesterday why Donald Trump Jr. hasn't been here because he's been to Georgia a lot. We have some breaking news on that front, Chuck. I'm breaking political news before nice. you, my Where? man. Appreciate uh, it. Actually, Jamie Dupree's breaking it. Uh, uh, earlier this week, Donald Trump Jr. tested positive for coronavirus and has been uh, quarantining at a private location. So that pulls him off of whatever, you know, uh, you know he's the president's really go-to man when it comes to getting the, his message out, et cetera, and doing interviews and, and hitting the stump and the trail. Uh, so uh, Don Jr. Uh, has been quarantining with the coronavirus at a private location. So thoughts Good and prayers. Job. Yeah. 
I, I, again, I took Jamie's breaking news That's and made okay. it my own. But I did have it before you. you which did. Which makes I me... I had no idea. I was actually waiting to see what you were going to say. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, again, th- so this might be the most Atlanta day ever. We had nine interstate closures because of the vice presidential motorcade. That's just insane. If I can't think of anything. I love my wife, but she was like, hey, we're going to go to Canton, then we're going to go to Gainesville on a Friday afternoon. There's nothing, there's no... There's nothing that would make me want to do that. I can't, I, no, sorry, baby. It's just not going to happen. You know, as someone who grew up on a lot of rural roads, yeah. I can't even think of a good back way to get there. You go Highway 20, but that's, that's, no, that's a, not a good back no, way. No, it's not. It's I just can't believe they did that. Again, I need to be hired as these, these dudes' handlers. I don't want to be a politician, but I'll be the kingmaker behind. I'd be like, you know, uh, Vice President, let's, Gainesville, let's, do, let's do Canton and Marietta. Or let's do uh, Canton and East Cobb. Let's let's keep it anyway. Uh, but so we have that, and then we have another shooting at Lenox Square Mall. Uh, this is unbelievable. I mean, I've lost count how many times this has happened. I, I the only reason I go to Lenox Mall, and I used to when I first moved here in '96, it was a fun, cool mall. Like I would go there. I'd go to Lids. Do you know what Lids is? The hat place? Yeah, the hat place. Mm-hmm. So I'd go and buy my baseball hats. I'd go to the food court. I ran into Elton John at the music store there. No kidding. Because he lived right there. Yeah. Like the like where you buy CDs? Yeah, there used to be the, an HMV there. Oh, and I was okay. buying music, and they had, like, he was there, and they blocked off a whole aisle while he shopped. No kidding. Yeah. I never get that treatment at Lenox. But I used to go get the free, uh, the, the Chinese place had the toothpick chicken, mm-hmm. and I would just do laps, you know, back when I was food deprived. And I would just do laps around there, and I put on a new hat that I got at Lids. So I'd have the Yankees hat on, and get some free chicken, do a loop, put on the Padres hat, grab some free oh, chicken. But Lenox Mall was was fun. Scary now. It's legitimately scary. Do you know who lives near Lenox Mall? Smiling Mark McKay, who has been dealing with a scary rush hour. Mark, uh, Lenox Mall, what's going on, man? All right, thanks, Smiling. Uh, airborne updates from Mark McKay and Atlanta's best traffic team every six minutes. So apparently a fight broke out at the, uh, there's apparently a new Apple store at uh, Lenox Mall, which just uh, which just opened today, and I guess it's a big thing. Have you been to that Apple store in Lenox? I haven't been to Lenox in a long time. Yeah. And anytime an Apple store opens, it's kind of a big deal. It is a big yeah. deal. But I've been, so I haven't been to that one in a long time, but I've been to that Apple store. Really, the only reason I go to Lenox right now is to go to Cousin's Lobster and get the lobster roll and the fried clams. But that, you don't even have to go in the mall. It's kind of like uh, at, on the back side of the mall. So you can like, you literally don't have to step foot in the mall. You just walk into Cousins, get out, get your lobster roll and get out of there. Uh, but it's sad because Lenox Mall was, my uh, my mom, when she used to come down to visit, she'd be like, oh, I can't wait to go to Lenox and Phipps. And uh, there's no way in hell I'm letting my mom go to Lenox Mall anymore. It's oh, ridiculous. No it's just crazy. Certain grocery stores I don't want my mom going to. Yeah, well, your mom's a looker, you know, <laughs> as is mine. As, you know, we don't, uh, to be fair is fair. Uh, Alice is uh, a good-looking lady. So uh, police uh, call went out around 3 p.m. One person shot in the buttocks inside the Apple store. I guess if you're going to get shot. Uh, it's not a bad place. Yeah, the buttocks is where you want to do it. Uh, the shooting started as an argument between a group of people inside the mall. One person has been detained in the incident. Police are also searching for a possible suspect who got away in a blue Chrysler Pacifica with Georgia tag CML 8659. So Chuck, you're, you're my second amendment dude right here. Sure. What are the, at, at, at what point can, can Lennox mall legally just say, all right, we're, we're, we're going 
full NBA arena, NFL stadium, we're doing metal detectors. I mean, at what point can Seems they do they that? Want. Yeah, of course. But would would the two A folks be be against that? Opposed to that? I I mean, I, you'd have a couple that would probably kick and scream. And honestly, like if I couldn't carry, I probably would never go back to yeah. small, regardless of what. Because I know did. that's that's the the standard line. Like, well, if you know, only the bad guys are gonna you know in a what are the, what do they call those areas where that no carry areas. Gun-free zones. Oh, gun-free zones. Yeah, that yeah. that's like well, now those are usually terrible. <laughs> yeah, but I would imagine if you have uh, metal detectors. I don't know. I'm just trying to spitball something here. It, it, the only thing that would make it difficult is you have so many people in and out all day long. That's a lot of screening. And yeah, all, like the cost to implement that would probably be pretty high. Yeah, I think at first they'd probably beef up security outside in the parking lot areas and stuff like that. Just but. Anything you do is going to cost a tremendous amount of money. And frankly, I don't know how many like really hardcore Second Amendment people are going to kick and scream because Alex Small started. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe there'd be a few that were like, oh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. you know, if you did it at Bass Pro, that might be yeah, a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but at Lennox, Lennox Mall, Mall, well, yeah. the, the, to fund it, I mean, Lennox Mall is basically turned into a club, right? It's a nightclub. Yeah. Um, so you just car- charge a cover charge now. Sure. You know, that's one way to do it's, it. It's ladies' night; you get in for free. You could figure out a way. Yeah. To, otherwise, to, it's to ten bucks at the door. I don't know, I'm, I, because I, it's sad. The way Lennox Mall, especially during the pandemic, when you think about like the big anchor stores like are struggling, like Macy's is struggling yeah. and Saks Fifth Avenue struggling, and I don't even know what else is the big stores over there. Probably Bloomingdale's and Blooming, Nordstrom's. All yeah. of those stores are struggling, and you're, you're having to get by with uh, the Apple Store, and there's no more music stores, obviously, Deborah. So you're, you're doing like with specialty shops, uh, so the the financials at Lenox Mall can't or any mall can't be great right now, but just because of where we are in the economy and the fact you can literally buy anything online. That's another reason. Like I used to go to uh, the Macy's at Lenox probably once a month to buy my TV makeup. Like I'd go in there and I'd buy my TV makeup, the Mac product, whatever. Yeah. I don't have to do that anymore. No, just... I just ordered online. So there's there's limited reasons for me to go to a mall. Period. And then any chance I could get shot. I mean, nostalgia will only take me so far when it comes to the mall. Do they still have the power walkers at the mall? Did you guys ever I, have I, those? I think they've bailed on those. <laughs> I, I think the the octogenarians yeah. that do the power walking are, they're like, no, 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 we're going to go to Cumberland or something now. <laughs> you know, like that. there's probably a, a newsletter that goes out to the mall walkers and be like, all right, another shooting at Lenox. Let's, let's take it to uh, different locations, uh, the perimeter mall. Okay. Yeah, the perimeter mall area. So, all right, uh, Michael Seiden is uh, working the story on Channel 2. We're going to try to get in touch with him, get any details on the Lennox Mall shooting. We do have a bunch of stuff to talk about tonight. Some uh, not as not as heavy as the shooting at Lennox Mall. But, like, how, I mean, the only thing more Atlanta at this point is a drowning at Lake Lanier. What do you think has happened more in the last five years, drownings at Lake Lanier or shootings at Lennox Mall? I bet it's tight. That's a good one. I bet it's tight. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. we got a bunch of fun stuff tonight. It's Friday. Let's get you through that rough traffic with the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. What a day in the A. Uh, we also had reports of uh, someone trying to jump off the Buckhead Theater. You know the Buckhead Theaters, Deborah? It used to be the Roxy? Yeah. Um, I didn't hear that one. Yeah. Jeez. But it's like, I don't know, it's like three stories. 
I don't know. You I think they're okay. Yourself. Yeah, you're right. 100. Uh, percent We had that. We have the shooting in Lennox and uh, vice president motor uh, vice presidential motorcade blocking nine interstates. Badge 40. Our traffic shooters got some uh, inside scoop on what happened. Real quick, Badge. What what happened with the motorcade? Well, the motorcade is led by local law enforcement. I'm not going to throw them under the bus, but the wrong turn was made by the motor units that lead the motorcade. They're specially oh. trained. They cross train with the CIA. They have. Uh, you know, contingency plans, they know what to do if this happens or that happens, but law enforcement, local and state, are sense. the ones that lead the vice presidential motorcade. So when you guys were talking about somebody being terminated, <laughs> I'm sure somebody's going to have to write a memo to a supervisor on that one. Someone's but, uh, getting desk duty for a little bit. That makes sense because it's law enforcement that they uh, block the exits on the interstates, too, so people can't get on while the motorcade's going on. Right. So. It's very coordinated. Usually you have the times down, and everybody's got a certain point certain ramp they block, uh, certain areas, this and that. You're not allowed to face it when you're out there. You have to turn around and put your back to the to the motorcade. You're not allowed to face it. Uh, very strict, but, yeah, well, somebody, That's somebody's right. going to be getting yelled at for making the wrong turn. Yeah, 100%. We won't throw any jurisdictions under the bus badge, but uh, you're absolutely right. 100% right. Be safe, my friend. That reminds me of the biggest traffic goof I, I made in Atlanta. I was uh, When I first moved here, That the whole Brookwood split in Midtown – I was I wanted to go 85, but I got on the 75 thing, and I I stopped and put it in reverse, and then cut across the gore. What? Yeah, it was it was really bad. My cousin was in the car with me. He's like, "What are you doing?" That's that's interesting. What's the biggest traffic goof you've ever done in Atlanta? 404-872-0750. one eight hundred WSB Talk. It's the Mark Aram Show on a Friday. Ninety five point five WSB. 639, 21 in front of 7 o'clock, 61 degrees on Peachtree Street, uh, five and a half on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Following uh, the breaking news out of Lenox Mall, yet another shooting. We're trying to track down Michael Seiden, who apparently just talked to a couple of victims there. The other story was the president, the vice presidential motorcade took a wrong term at Albuquerque, also known as Spaghetti Junction. We've all been there, right? We've all done dumb things. We've goofed up on Atlanta interstates. I guess the most famous Atlanta traffic goof of all time was Braves starting pitcher Pasquale Perez. Rest in peace. You remember Pasquale, Chuck? Yep. Do you know the story about him? Mm-hmm. Dude was supposed to be pitching at uh, Fulton County Stadium and uh, just got on 285, which, as you know, there are no exits off of 285 it's to Fulton County Stadium. Circle. And he just kept driving around and around and around and missed his start. So rest in peace, Pasquale. We think of you fondly every time there is a big goof on the uh, interstates. What's the biggest goof you've ever made? Again, I I got confused with the Brookwood split. I wanted to go 85, and I got on 75, and I just kind of like backed up and then cut across the gore. That was dumb. I was young and dumb. The first goof I ever made was actually the first day I moved to Atlanta. I got I was uh, in one of those huge U-Hauls carrying all my stupid stuff from college which was so dumb i i spent like twenty five hundred dollars on this u-haul you probably threw most of it away with all of it yeah. all of it and then i was towing my car behind that so think of that you know anyway i get off the interstate and i go uh the wrong way down spring street i i oh, yeah. yeah and i got pulled over and the, the cop's like what are you doing man i'm like i just I'm, i've been in Atlanta in five minutes i don't know where i'm going he's like turn this monstrosity around he sees that you're in a moving truck with yeah. out of state plate he's I like mean. throw that freaking futon away and get back to new york yankee that was the exact quote uh so what's the biggest goof you've ever made on atlanta roadways Teresa's in kingston Teresa, welcome to the show how are you dear all right i just kept thinking that someone could really make a good 
killing it t-shirts saying i survived the junction <laughs> oh nice yeah i survived spaghetti junction yeah yeah or the junction strike struck again yeah but that, that, i i mean someone's uh that that caller was absolutely right because it's law enforcement that lead the the motorcade and they're the ones that took the wrong turn unless the the limo driver wasn't paying attention and, and didn't follow the flashing lights but i can't imagine that would happen i think those are secret service guys Chuck, can you find out if those limo drivers are Secret Service guys? Or are they just, you know, or, or is it like the limo driver from Die Hard? I don't think it's like the limo driver. <laughs> you remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Hey, Teresa, have a great weekend and uh, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Gene is up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Gene, happy Friday, buddy. Did you say Jim? Gene? No, Jim. Oh, you're Jim. All right. Chuck spells Jim J uh, G E N E. You heard how he said it. Come on. <laughs> hey, Jim. That's all right. Whatever, whatever makes his name best for me. There you go, brother. What's going on? Well, does this discount land? I, I thought maybe just some of the worst mishaps you've been in, because I could tell you about uh, me being uh, two times in Chicago and once in Los Angeles driving a truck and and you're coming down through there, and you've been in traffic for three hours, and all of a sudden, like, five or six cops come around you in cars and pull right off in front of you, go out the car right in front of you, drag people out, just throw them in the car and run. In Los Angeles, like, ten, ten policemen, uh, we was in a traffic jam, come up on both sides of me, come right uh, within two or three cars and dragging people out. But the worst one, it was in Chicago on a Labor Day Memorial weekend, and it was on a Friday. And as a Greyhound bus, there, uh, I switched there and was coming up through there. And they could shut us down at the tow road there. And for about four hours, had us backed up. Let me remind you, Memorial Labor Day tra- uh, weekend, I can't remember which it was, but oh my gosh, the traffic was backed up on both sides. They had to SWAT team, the helicopters. Wow, but, not, but none of those, you didn't do, you didn't cause any of that. You just got caught up in that. I did, but you know, that's something to be and but needless to say they was looking for a guy that had uh uh butchered uh oh all right all right i don't need to know the gory details thank you though pat's up in woodstock pat welcome to the mark aram show how are you oh i'm doing great mark okay this is hilarious because i did the same thing that perez did <laughs> when i first uh, you know the picture that yeah. this Okay, so when I first moved to Atlanta, or whenever they finished 285, I hadn't been here very long. I've lived here 50 years. Okay, so when I first got here, I was going south on 75 and tried to go west to get to Six Flags, and I just went around. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) It took a while for me to to even get on 285. I didn't really have, when I first moved here, I didn't have any necessity to get on 285. Uh, 285 is weird. It's just, it's just, I think everybody's had something happen because it changes from north, south, east, west. Yeah. And you go around a curve. And then, and then <laughs> I didn't, when I first started doing traffic here, you know, Captain Herbie would be like, all right, you've got to make sure you tell people it's the inner or the outer loop. And I had no idea what the hell he was talking exactly. about. I was like, yes. oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, Captain <laughs> Herb. I'm like, what, what is, what the hell does that mean? Inner and the outer loop. Yeah. Well, I miss Captain Herb. We all miss him. Amen, Pat. Amen. Listen, I appreciate you calling in. Thanks for listening, and have a great Thanksgiving. Programming note, Deborah Green, this is our last night show of November because Monday and Tuesday we're filling in for Von Hessler, 9 to noon. And then Wednesday we're filling in for Erickson, 4 to 4.30. And then Georgia Bulldog basketball, and then we're off Thursday and Friday. So this is the last nighttime Aram show in in November until December. There you go. No, are we on on Monday? Is it Monday the 30th? Oh, maybe. Oh. 
All right. Sorry, well, I didn't mean to ruin that. Well, now I got to take Monday off, so I'm not <laughs> so I'm not purveyor of fake news. We'll come back. The biggest goof you've ever made in Atlanta traffic, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Six fifty three seven in front of 7, Mark Aram and the Bananas. At your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. here on 95.5 WSB, Vice Presidential Motorcade. Took a wrong turn in Spaghetti Junction. We've all been there. What's the biggest traffic goof you've ever made in Atlanta traffic? Derek is in Clarksville. Derek, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing good. Thank you. What did you do on the roads, Derek? Um, Yeah, my son works at a convenience store up in Clayton, Georgia. You know, almost Mm -hmm. North Carolina. Yeah. And he's had several people come in and ask how to get to Chattanooga. (laughs) <laughs> and invariably, they in Atlanta. They've gotten on eighty five, oh, nine eighty five, no. and four forty one. Now Clayton is this is the cute little town I pass on the way to the casino up in Cherokee, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> nowhere near Chattanooga. Oh my goodness, that is a really l- wrong turn. Yeah, so he sends them up into North Carolina and cut across the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it. I bet it is confusing for out of towners once you get off the connector. Right, because I mean, I it happened to me. I went seventy five when I went to go eighty five. I bet that happens a lot. People are like passing the mall of Georgia, and they I don't think I'm going the right way right now. I bet that happens more than more than we think. Jeff's in Lawrenceville. Jeff, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Mark, uh, put me in with uh, Pat and Pasquale. Two eighty five. Uh, did you in? Yeah, I moved here in seventy eight, which I think is when it was finished as a as a full uh, beltway. And I was in Stone Mountain going over to Marietta, made it over there fine, got back on the uh, 285 going the wrong direction. I thought, well, it's a loop. I'll just keep going. Yeah. But uh, I got to I-20 and realized, oh, well, at least that cuts across the middle. I guess I'll save a little bit of time. Oh, no. uh, (laughs) It's it's 75 miles around. It's a lot bigger than the little town I'd ever come out of. That's, yeah. There's no, I mean, listen, there's no shame in, in getting confused on 285, especially after it first opened. Uh, Deborah, the it is Secret Service, right, that drives the limousines? Yeah, the limousine. it's a Secret Service that drives the limousines for the president, and they have a special driving course that they have to go through, which says it only has about a 60% passing rate. So I don't know if that's, maybe that's why they got turned around. I would like to send Longoria on that. <laughs> the worst driver I've ever met, Longoria. See if he would pass the Secret Service driving test. Yeah, it's got a J-turn. They have to master a J-turn. What's a J-turn? It, a turn that is like a J? Well, that okay. looks like a J? All right. Yeah. It's that move in like... It. What's that? I said he'd probably pass it because he's so he's bad so, and he's so <laughs> evasive with everything. Like he would just magically be able to make it work in that. Those scenes know. from like Born Identity. Yeah. And the Italian job, that's Longoria driving yeah. to work every day. I guess uh, he could do stunt driving if you ever need some extra money. Yeah, exactly. He's too reckless for that though. Alan is up next on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Alan? Hey, hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I don't, you, you tell me if this qualifies. Back in the 80s, probably mid-80s, 83, 85, I moved down here. I went to college. I was an art institute. Uh, uh, and my brother was an art institute student from uh, Pittsburgh. And okay. he came down here. So we went down and we said, let's go downtown and we'll take pictures of the Capitol building. All lit up pretty and nice. So we went down there and drove around. I couldn't tell you what even street we parked at. Well, we pulled over and we parked and then we, we got out with our cameras and stuff. And we we're in the park taking pictures of the stuff. And the so-called park police came out 
literally with their guns out and said, disengage that. What, what? are you guys doing? And blah, blah, blah. We're like, what? No, we're just taking pictures of the Capitol building. Hang like, on, Alan. I want to hear the end of that story. We got to, We got to break for news, weather, and traffic. It sounds like Alan was doing something he shouldn't have been doing. We're going to find out after news, weather, and traffic. Plus more of your calls. Biggest Atlanta traffic goofy you've ever made. And then, ooh, I got I got an interesting COVID topic when we come back. We're having fun. It's Friday, live. The Mark Aram Show at 95.5 WSB. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show. A good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. The gang tonight includes Deborah Green, the executive producer of the broadcast. Uh, Jason Byers filling in for the stoic one, burning that PTO. Low T Chuck. Screens them calls. Coming up in 30 minutes, we are going to play Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Going to get back to the uh, Atlanta traffic goofs in just a second in honor of the vice presidential motorcade that took a wrong left at Albuquerque, a.k.a. Spaghetti Junction. We've all done that. Uh, What's your biggest Atlanta traffic goof? But here's something I wanted to talk about uh, tonight. Uh, the, the pandemic now enters, I don't know what, eight months? Are we eight months into this thing, Deborah Green? Almost nine, yeah. Almost nine months. What is something you haven't done since the beginning of the pandemic? Fill in the blank. I haven't blanked since the beginning of the pandemic. Gone to the movies. Gone to the movies. Gone to a sporting event. Gone to a rock concert. You oh, probably did, to a though. Concert. Yeah. No, because they shut everything down. Yeah, but at the beginning, they were kind of like, eh, come on. Not really. A lot of the artists <laughs> are already pulling out. Yeah. yeah. Artists, artists were pulling out. <laughs> All right, so that, so that's why, why. Why is the cleaning lady running down the hall? She just sprinted down the hall. Is everything all right? Go check on her, Chuck. No, nah, I'm good. Jason, can you check on her? Don't cuss while I'm gone. All right. Well, yeah. All right. No one cuss while Jason's gone. So just tell me something uh, that you haven't been able to do since the beginning of the pandemic. Fill in the blank. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. All right. Alan left us with a cliffhanger before the break. Alan, um, I totally forgot what you were talking about. What were you talking about? Yeah. This was years ago. Me oh yeah, you were brother, taking pictures in front of the Capitol. All right, and, and they in front of the Capitol and the Capitol Police or whatever you want to call them. They came up in front of us and said, Disengage that. And we're looking at them like, Disengage what? We're just taking pictures. And this is probably eighty five, eighty six. Yeah. And they're saying it was like, How did you get in here? What are you doing? Why are you in here? And we're like, What are you talking about? We just pulled up over there and parked on I couldn't even tell you what street it was at the time. This was 85, 86. Yeah. And, so, and we just stepped over the curb into the Capitol Park. And we're taking pictures of it because the Capitol building is all pretty and so lit what, up. So and what stuff. were you doing wrong? What did they say? That, that's what they said. Like, how did you get in here? How? Why are you in here? Why are you in the park property? And we're like, well, we just stepped over the curb. It's like, no, you climbed over the fence, didn't you? It's like, no. We just stepped over the So curb. there wasn't a dignitary or anything. You were just on Capitol grounds where you shouldn't have been. Well, according to them, we were not supposed to be there at that time, which we didn't understand. But right? it wasn't we're like the president was like having a picnic in the park or anything. 
oh no, this was like, <laughs> this was like the early mid eighties. Okay, all right, I, we, I got it. Thank you, Al. What was up with the cleaning ladies? Why were they sprinting down? I have no idea. She seemed fine when I looked out there. All right, because they both sprinted like that. Did Alex Williams go? Uh, Hurry, hurry, poopies yeah, or something. There's an emergency in one of the bathrooms. Yeah, I've never seen, like, they just booked down through the newsroom. All right, everything's calm and peaceful, apparently. Jason Byers, Chuck, too lazy to get up. Uh, Patrick's in Lawrenceville. Patrick, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How are you, sir? What's up, brother? Uh, preach, brother. Um, I wanted to, first of all, I wanted to just tip my hat to um, Captain Herb because he is the man. Hey, absolutely. And yeah, yeah. And I grew up here, and I've I've watched it all go down. I'm 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 your age. I won't give it give it away, but I'm your age. Um, and I just I want to tell you, man. Um, I love talking Atlanta traffic because it is it is always interesting. And I've got a million stories, but I'm gonna have to just leave it there. All right, thanks, Patrick. Good to hear from you, buddy. <sighs> Serenity now. Serenity now. Serenity now. It's all right, Chuck. Paul's up next to the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Paul Lee? Uh, there's a 1 800 number to reach the CDC. They've been working in New Jersey and they have a national number, 1 800 CDC Info. It's in English and Spanish. Uh, a, a lot of the medical pharmacy businesses are in New Jersey. So Where in New Jersey, Paul? Um, uh, I think it's in the western part of the state. No, there's uh, it's it's either north or south in Jersey. It's really skinny, so it's either well, it's, or it's, central. Uh, it could be central. It's, it's near Princeton University. All right, Central Jersey. Okay, they they, uh, they have uh, they have a lot of ties. I mean, they are doing good um, monetarily, and yeah. they are yeah. uh, trying to Big deliver farmer. supplies to other states by Indeed. truck. Hey, uh, Paul, can you hang on a second? I've got some breaking news uh, just into the uh, news center here. Uh, breaking news on the Mark Aram Show, Jason Byers. If, uh, never mind, the, 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 the bit has gone. There we go. Uh, it is dipped is down to 59 degrees on Peachtree Street. That is the breaking news. It is dipped down. We are now below 60 degrees on Peachtree Street for the uh, first time this hour. Brad is in Canton, Georgia. Brad, get us back on track, buddy. I'm, I got a lot of faith in you here. Hey, brother, I'm going to try. So I want to tell you about my biggest traffic goof. Okay. I, I grew up in a small town in South Georgia. My parents moved me up to Swanee in Gwinnett, which is really rural in 86. I didn't know anything about how to drive in Atlanta. In 90, I went to the University of Georgia. In 92, I was working as an intern for Newt Gingrich's campaign. Oh, wow. Former they, they uh, his, history a, professor. He was a history professor before that. That's right. He was awesome. He was awesome. They, the campaign gave me a Lincoln Town car and said, hey, we're having an event. I want you to go to the airport and pick up Jack Kemp and his wife. Oh, wow. Now, Jack Kemp was the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development at the time. So there was no GPS, remember? Yeah. So I go down to the airport. I pick up Jack Kemp and his wife. I come back up, hit 285. I miss the turn to go 75 north to go to Cobb County to the event. I didn't know how to turn around, so I just kept going around 285. I took Jack Kemp and his wife the entire circle of oh, 285. Wow. Was he late for the event? I finally came back. I was an hour and a half late for the <laughs> event. Oh, God. And I never lived it down. Wow. Did he know? Did the did uh, Kemp know what was going on when you were doing that? Did he know you well, were lost? Or he just think, oh, it's a long... He figured out that we were taking...
taken way too long to get there, but he was really a great guy about it. And his wife uh, joked with me, and um, they made fun of me, but they didn't. They, <laughs> I, I didn't get fired from my free internship. Yeah. but uh, it was a pretty embarrassing moment. That's a what a great story, though, Brad. That's that's a that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was crazy. My first time driving a Lincoln Town Car too, so it was I don't, cool. I don't know if I've ever drinking a, a Schlinken. Actually, I've driven in one. We took one down to uh, for spring break for Florida. My buddy was going to drive down. He had like a Ford Probe. And there was a blizzard. You know what a Ford Probe is? Yeah. I remember those. Yeah. So there, but there was like a blizzard hitting the East Coast. So his dad was like, I'm not letting you drive that. Here's my, here's our Lincoln town car. And the craziest thing I remember about the town car was I actually did drive it because we took shifts. It had like, when you turn the, the, the blinking light on, it was like the, they had like side blinkers and you'd basically like just whack the car to your, to like scare the crap out of them. Anytime you like went to change lanes, if there was a car next to you, the light was so bright. They were like, ah. That was that's what I remember about the Lincoln Town car, the Schlinken we called it. Uh, Ellie is in Noonan. Ellie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. It's Kelly. Hey, Kelly, what's going on? <laughs> well, I was going to call and tell you what I haven't stopped doing since the lockdown in March. Oh, what haven't you done since pandemic began? I haven't stopped drinking. Whoa, just, uh, <laughs> really? You've developed a uh, a habit, would you say? <laughs> Well, it's been fun. <laughs> All right. Listen, I, I'm not judging. As long as you know you can turn the this, this spigot off when, when the pandemic <laughs> ends. Yeah. If we have famous yeah. last words, of course. I got some interesting ones on Twitter, Deborah Green. Ready? Uh, what people? What haven't you done since mm-hmm. the quarantine began? One guy, uh, I don't know if I, he's a famous guy. I'm not going to, I don't know if he wants to be outed. Uh, he's not put gas in his car. Oh, I'm so jealous. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, there's. I bet there's a lot of people maybe that haven't gone that extreme, but certainly maybe not even gotten a car washed. Yeah. Well, Lindsay hasn't seen her best friend. This is one. I'm sad to admit I haven't been to the dentist. No, I haven't. Either. My dentist appointment was supposed to be in April, and ever they since, it. yeah. Uh, Reg has not had anything dry cleaned. Gail's never hasn't been to her favorite restaurant. Debbie hasn't seen her neighbors. That's you could mm. do that, Debbie. You they just maybe walk they, outside yeah, the front door. I don't think they like you. Uh Eric's never been to a sporting event. Uh Brightside hasn't been to Costco. Uh and Phil has not had a good bowel movement. I don't know what if that's related to the pandemic. <laughs> uh, but he has not had a good BM. Paul is in Dawsonville. Paul, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Excellent. What's on your mind, brother? Uh long time listener, first time caller. Welcome aboard. Yeah. Okay, we. I'll tell you a little story about a screwed up road thing. Yes. On um, in December of two thousand one, uh, we got invited. Uh, myself, Dad, and my uncle got invited to go on a quail hunting trip with a shooting supply company. Uh, I own a gun store, and so we we dr- went down there and. They and we were able to buy guns cheaper because they didn't have to figure any shipping in. Yeah, you know, yeah. Even though they give you free shipping, it ain't free. And and uh, we're going up eighty five, and and I remembered there was this gun that just came out. It was called the BFR, made by Magnum Research. Okay, it's supposed to be called the biggest finest revolver, but I think you know what it really. Sure, means. understood. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, I was, and I'm, I'm in the 
backseat of the van, we had like a church looking van. And and I go crawling back there, grab that gun, and we had probably bought forty thousand dollars worth of guns on a free trip, mm-hmm. you know, go <laughs> and and I open up the box and I pull it out and I'm like, Holy Jesus. It's got eleven and a half inch barrel. And the cylinder is chambered in 4570, which is about three inches long. And it's just get it get to like the, get to the traffic part, Paul, real quick. Okay. All right, all right. Looks like something out of the cartoon. Anyway, uh, I put it put it back up. We pass it around. Put it back up, and all of a sudden, there's some police around us, and we go, "What's?" You know what's going on, and and finally we pass the police because they're going real slow, and then they light us up, and then there is plane cars everywhere. They get and they're screaming at my dad. What? What? Real quick, Paul. What? What happened though? What? Why did they do that? Uh, a lady called because it was right after nine eleven. Saw the gun as we were passing around. Oh, they saw you riding around with a big gun. Okay, that was it. You were riding around with a big gun. Someone called the cops. You got pulled over. Good stuff. When we come back, begrudgingly, more of your calls. And uh, coming up next half hour, Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville, 404-872-0750. It's Friday on The Mark Aram Show. Seven twenty-five. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you uh, till eight or earlier. We might bail earlier at this rate. Jimmy is in Woodstock. Jimmy, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Mark, I'm good. How you doing? Excellent. What's on your mind, bud? All right. So I was here a good nine months before I knew what Spaghetti Junction even was. I heard it all the time on the traffic reports. I even drove by it twice a day going and coming home from work, but I never knew it was Spaghetti Junction. And did, and, something, did uh, something happen in Spaghetti Junction? No, nothing Nothing happened, but I thought it was funny that I was driving by it every single day and never knew that I was driving by it. That's what. That's one of the things that we try to do uh, as, as traffic reporters is to, you know, just don't say Spaghetti Junction. Explain what Spaghetti Junction is or the Cobb Cloverleaf. What the hell is the Cobb Cloverleaf? That's where 75 and 285 come together. So I get that. that it could be confusing. Bill's in uh, beautiful Tucker, Georgia. Bill, welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing? What's up, Bill? Um, I came on the show late, so I don't know. You may have already discussed it, but I don't know if you remember Pasquale Perez, the oh, race pitcher. Yes, the the most famous traffic goof in Atlanta history had to yeah. uh, go to Fulton County Stadium and just kept driving around 285 in circles. Yeah, for days, I think. Yeah, <laughs> you know he passed on, Bill. <laughs> Did he? I yeah, didn't realize that. Yeah, he passed away a couple years ago, sadly. Danny's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Danny. Hi, well, that good gentleman just took exactly what I was going to say, but I I would like to ask you this though, um, uh, in reference to the vice president today, doesn't he follow the police? Yes. Would the po- police yeah. would have made a big boo boo today, right? So someone's getting reprimanded. One uh, law enforcement agency is reprimanding some of the people up front because they were leading the motorcade um, and just you know took the wrong turn in Spaghetti Junction. It's happened though. I mean, it's happened. Uh, you know what's going to happen next? We're going to play Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. I need two contestants that want to play Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. And we'll get to Shelly and Michael as well when we come back. 
872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I think the worst is behind us. I think we're good. I'm feeling positive vibes for the rest of the show. We only got a half hour left, and the weekend is here. Always on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville next on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Thanks, Nuxy. We got uh, 30 minutes to turn this ship around before the weekend. We can do it. We can do it. Russ is coming up with uh, Never Have Air with Russ in Gainesville. Traffic still stinks out there. Alex Williams will get you around the backups on the south side on 285, et cetera, et cetera. Before we play, though, we got uh, Michael and Marietta. Michael, welcome to the show. What's cooking, bud? Hey, how you doing, Mark? Excellent. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, not a whole lot. Hey, I called in on Wednesday night when the uh, whole uh, salary uh, deal, Nakado, uh, uh, you know, giving a call out to Sashi and all that. Yes. But uh, I I was in the uh, building industry back before the uh, crash back in 2008. And it, it wasn't me, but it was a uh, driver, uh, one of my drivers. Uh, you know, I had a one-stop deal. You know, he had to go find one house. You yep. know, look it up in the map book, and that's all you got to do. And he's like, okay, where do I go? Because I had to map him out from door to door, you know, every stop. But I, I you know, it was one stop. Look it up, map up, go. And he, um, he's like, where do I go? And I looked at him and I said, get on 285 and go to the end. And when that ends, take a left. And then it'll be the first neighborhood on the left. That's what I'm going to Mental note, we're not going to do traffic stories again, right? We're just, that's, that's it. We tried it. We'll take care of that. We yes. tried it once. Yeah. If I want to do this again, I love you, Michael. We, this just, we don't have enough time. No. Now, if we were doing like a 24-hour marathon show, yeah, I can do these. <laughs> I even said, keep your stories short. Yeah, we just, Nobody it's listens. bing, bing, bing. Shelly, Shelly, bing, bing, bing. What do you have? <laughs> I'm the last traffic story. I'm stuck on 285, no GPS. I can't hear Shelly. She's talking into a sock. <sighs> I just Russ, Russ will make you feel better. Just is go that what it, oh, Russ is the Russ is the uh, cure for what ails me. All right, let's let's, let's, let's It's never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Let's do Russ. Oh, Russell, save the day, my friend. Lot no pressure, buddy. But you you are literally the last hope to save the show. Here we go. We're playing Never Have I Ever with famous Russ in Gainesville. Let's meet our contestants, Dan and Woodstock. Dan, I would I would ask you to. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself, but I'm not going to push my luck. So welcome to the no show. No traffic stories. I'll just say that. And you're playing Bill in Powder Springs. Bill, welcome to the show. Here's how this works. I'm going to say something, and you just guys have to guess whether Russ has ever done it or not. It's never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. All right, here we go. We'll start with you, Danny. Has Russ ever uh, had flowers sent to him? Has anyone ever sent Russ flowers? What do you think? I'd say No. Russ, anyone ever send you flowers? My first wife gave me a dozen roses. As she was leaving? She said, Here, here's here's some roses, Russ. I'm out of here. No, she brought it to my office, and I ended up giving it to somebody else in the office. But uh, You gave it to, an, you gave it to another woman, is what you're saying. You the, the roses your wife gave you, you gave to another lady. Well, she was the boss's secretary. All right, it's fine. Whatever, Russ. All right, uh, now it is Bill's turn. Never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Has Russ, Bill, 
ever won first place in any type of competition? Has he ever won first place? Yes. Russ, ever won first place in something? Oh, yeah. Several things. Well, give me an example. I mean, I know you're a man of many talents, but what did you win first place for? Well, I don't know if you know this, but I'm an artist, so I won, you know, several art awards. What, are you a sculptor? Are you a painter? What, I what draw. You... I painted a couple things, but I mostly just draw. Interesting. All right. Who, Russ is a renaissance why man. Why didn't Russ draw our logo? Yeah, why don't you draw some stuff for the Mark Aram Show, buddy? Okay. All right, fair enough. You seem very enthusiastic. <laughs> Never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville continues. Dan is in Woodstock. Dan, you're up. Uh, has this is uh, this is a no-brainer. Has, has Russ ever made money illegally? <laughs> has Russ ever made money illegally? I will say no. Whoa, you are not familiar with Russ in Gainesville, Dan. Russ, have you ever made money illegally? Uh, I'm gonna say no because I don't want to admit to that. No way, <laughs> fake news. <laughs> Fake news. All right, Dan gets the point. He knew that Russ wouldn't admit to it. Uh, all right, uh, Bill, has Russ in Gainesville ever been sunburned? Has he ever been sunburned? Oh, I'm sure he has. Russ, you ever been sunburned up in the lake there? Oh, God, I went to Jamaica that time, and, I mean, I had blisters on me. Whoa. You have to be careful down there. Yeah, no doubt. Different type of sun. All right, never have ever with uh, Russ in Woodstock. Dan is up, right? Dan is up. Uh, has Russ in Woodstock ever faked an injury for sympathy? Has he ever faked like a limp or put his arm in a sling or something? Faked an injury to get sympathy? I'm going to say yes. Russ, you ever faked an injury to get sympathy from someone? Sure, you know, trying to pick up girls. What like what exactly have you done? What, what, you what like did you like limp, think? you know, tell him I'm a war hero or something. Who knows? Tell him That's I, terrible. I'm a war hero <laughs> or something. All right. Uh, never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Uh, it is Bill's turn. Bill, has Dan ever worn, uh, has uh, Russ in Gainesville ever worn Crocs? You know those shoes, the slip-on shoes, Crocs? Has Russ ever worn them? I would say no. All right. Russ, uh, you ever worn Crocs? I don't even know what it is, so I, I'm assuming no. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, never have ever with Russ in Gainesville. Who is up? Uh, it's Dan Stern. Dan, has Russ in Gainesville ever been nude in public? Nude in public. I think he's going to be honest on this one, yes. Russ, you ever been nude in public? God, I don't think so. You know, there's nude beaches in Jamaica. Everywhere. But have you, have you de-robed on one of those nude beaches? Yeah, I'm, I guess I did once or so, yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. It's Bill's turn. This is the last question. Has Russ ever sang in the shower? Has Russ ever sang in the shower? I'm sure he has. Yeah, I think we all have, right? Russ, you ever sing in the shower? Sure. What's your What's your go-to song in the shower? A little Johnny Cash, maybe? Uh, whip it. Whip it good. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's terrible. Oh, God, Lord. Oh, I got to take a shot. And that ends the game. I can never wear my Devo uh, hat again. Dan and uh, whatever, Bill, thank you. Thank Russ, you. I got I, I would talk to you some more, Russ, but we got Brittany from uh, all around Atlanta coming up now. I'll just say have a, uh, a, a safe weekend, and we're on early on Monday in for Von Hessler, uh, 9 to noon on Monday and Tuesday if you want to join us, okay? Okay, I'll set the clock. All right, there we go. Wow. Who's podcasting this thing? 
I don't know. No, I did like the whole this whole second hour. Do we just want to throw an hour of the podcast? Just the six o'clock hour. Just put the six o'clock hour. Yeah, I can do that. I think I don't want any. I I mean, I feel bad for the people that are listening live tonight in the (laughs) second hour. Somebody will email wondering what happened to the second hour, so we'd have to put a disclaimer on that. Uh, yeah, you have to click this box to accept the second <laughs> hour you, you accept responsibility for listening to this. All right, once you uh, get over this train wreck of a show, we got the rest of the weekend to do some fun stuff. What do you have for us, Brittany? Oh, happy Friday to everyone. Uh, congratulations are on? in order. I don't think we've had you on the show Aww. since uh, you got engaged. Congrats, buddy. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I'm I'm locked and loaded. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> well, pretty soon so, you, you'll uh, yeah. you'll uh, you'll have more exciting things, I guess, to tell us about all around Atlanta. Uh, we're in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, the numbers are rising, but there's still some fun, safe things for folks to do around Atlanta this weekend. Absolutely. So the Atlanta Botanical Garden, we actually went out there uh, last weekend or last week, excuse me, when they did their opening of the Garden Lights Holiday Nights exhibit which they do every year, and it's awesome. They, they basically have extremely limited capacity and are asking everyone to have masks and social distance um, for this event. It is going on right now, and it runs through January 16th. You can purchase tickets um, online only. So if you go there, you cannot you know purchase tickets while you were there, but you should go online, purchase tickets. And um, that runs through January 16th. It's an awesome, awesome event. Have you been before? I have. That is what. That's a, a holiday staple for me. Is the the just the wonderful job they do every year. It's so gorgeous, and I like it. I can't go when it's like 65 degrees. Like I want it to be chilly. Right. So that's you know. Hopefully, it'll be nice and chilly for folks this weekend. Yes, and they also have great cocktails before you walk around. You know, the entire landscape. You can get a beer, a glass of wine, and just really. Uh, have enjoying an uh, enjoyable evening with your loved ones uh, at the Garden Lights Holiday Nights exhibit. Again, that's at the Atlanta Botanical Garden. And then we also have the Lighting of Avalon. It's a 12-day celebration. So this begins on Sunday. It's a 12-day event. Um, they're going to have ice skating performances from local talent, or you can actually get on the ice and glide around the rink. They're going to have a spectacular fireworks show for their 40-foot tree. Complimentary face coverings and hand sanitizer are, are available Upon request, if you go to the concierge and ask for it, they will give it to you, which is pretty awesome. That's uh, I'm, I, you would think I'd be a decent ice skater, being from Connecticut, but no, I'm I'm horrible, so <laughs> I might pass How about on that. Hockey? So is that in the same realm? Yeah, no, no, no good there. <laughs> None of the ice sports <laughs> am I good at, but that's pretty cool. I don't get up okay. to the Avalon enough. It's just it's uh, it's a real hike for me, but it's really nice up there. It is really nice, and actually, Biltong Bar just opened a second restaurant, I believe, up there too. And they have a nice patio as well. So you can check that out after going ice skating or for you, just watching the tree being lit and then going to have a cocktail or two. Yeah, go eat, drink, and be merry. Exactly. Excellent. And then we also have um, the, if, if you have some you know little ones who want to uh, do some art activities, they have a family art escapes at the High Museum of Art. It is a socially distanced art making activity and specifically designed for kids 6 through 12 uh, with their parents. You can come on out and it gives, you know, the family an opportunity to create, collaborate, and investigate in the museum. Space is obviously limited for that and pre-registration is required. Like so many of the the events, they're asking you to purchase tickets and, you know, register online just to have a safe event. Excellent. All right. And all this stuff is available online at WSBTV.com. Brittany Tendenbaum from all around Atlanta. Thanks for joining us again and uh, and congrats congrats again on the engagement. Very happy for thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shabbat shalom. <laughs> Have a good weekend, buddy. You too. Bye. Uh, 
All right. Uh, I'm not even going to tempt fate, Chuck. Close those damn phones. We have one, we have one segment to dodge. We can get through it. We'll do this. Uh, give, well, you know what? We'll give Alex Williams a little extra time to do traffic because traffic is a nightmare out there. But uh, if you want to blast me for the uh, the contents of today's show, you can do it on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. We'll be right back. Final merciful segment of the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. All right, this thing is uh, mer- mercifully puttering to an end. Uh, let's let's talk about pie for the final segment. Everyone loves pie. Loti Chuck, what is your favorite holiday pie? Deb has a nice chart here for me to reference. Ooh, like of all time or specific holiday? Just at the holiday. We'll go to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving pie. I mean, if you're going Thanksgiving, I have to go with pumpkin. But all time, it's got to be apple pie. All right. Uh, apple is... Uh, that's well, Montana. It's pumpkin, right, Deborah? Am I re- again? Yeah, I'm horrible yes, with yes. This. Montana is pumpkin. Uh, Georgia is pumpkin. Okay. And uh, uh, apple is in just New England. So really? you're apple, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm apple. Uh, I mean, I'll eat all the pies. Don't get me wrong, except for sweet potato pie. <laughs> Cannot That's so gross. Uh, pecan pie is in Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, and Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> Thank you, Deb. <laughs> and then the apple pecan pie ties in Alabama. Mississippi. Mississippi, Tennessee, and West Virginia? Kentucky. Damn. So, so close. close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll eat all the pies, though. I'm very happy no about it. No huckleberry, no blueberry? Not for holiday pies. No, These it's are a just... specifically holiday pie. Okay. Just specifically. Jason, do you have a favorite uh, holiday pie? Pecan pie all the way. Pecan pie, yeah. Pecan. It's pecan. Yeah, pecan pie is del- delicious. Uh, speaking of food, tomorrow... Uh, you can join the WSB traffic team, and I guess all of our radio stations will yep, be up. Everybody will be up there. Uh, tomorrow, it's the uh, food drive for, uh, with uh, all of our stations and Publix. Mm-hmm. We're collecting holiday food donations tomorrow to help stock the shelves at the Atlantic Community Food Bank. Visit WSBradio.com for details or to donate online. Where is this being held? It's going to be at Ameris Bank Amphitheater in Alpharetta, so right off of 400, and it's open 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and it's a drive-through, so you don't even have to get out of your car. We'll have people there to take everything out of your car for So you. the traffic team will be there uh, for our friends from 97 won the River, B98. Point. Oh, Steve Nick. Craig, yeah. English Nick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy Tad him a Drex sandwich. Tad and Drex will be out there. Tad and Drex from B98.5. The Kiss team will be out Moni there. Moni Love, well. is Moni Love going to be there? I didn't see Moni's schedule, but I believe she will be. All right, if Moni's there, I'm there. Um, and then uh, the WSB Clark Howard Christmas Kids is a go. 30th edition, you can go to WSBRadio.com. All virtual this year, but you pick a child's wish list, buy his or her presents right there online from the safety of your own home, and then Clark's Little Elves will take care of the rest. So despite a horrible second hour of the show, we're still going to do good for the community. Uh, the Atlanta Community Food Bank tomorrow in uh, Alpharetta at the Publix. Uh, we're teaming up with Publix, and we'll be at the... Ameris Bank Amphitheater. Thank you, Deva Green, and WSBRadio.com for all the details there. Let me get out of here with star of the show, uh, Dr. Jason Byers. And now, are you guys ready? You know what? Sidon jinxed us. Michael Sidon jinxed us. Yeah. Because he was supposed to join us, but it's his birthday, so I'm going to forgive him. Okay. And he was covering breaking news, so... I can't give him star of the show, yeah, though. Say, there, there's not a whole lot of... Uh, no. You know what? You don't get star of the show in Longoria. Longoria knew this would be a train wreck, so he's so like... So he dipped out. Yeah, he's like... Uh, <laughs> he goes, no way Aram can pull a, a fifth straight good show off, so we're going to do that. Uh, yes. All right, so a programming note. Monday and Tuesday, if I'm not relieved of my duties over the weekend, <laughs> I will be on for Von Hessler from 9 till noon. So Monday and Tuesday... 
on in the morning, 9 till noon here on 95.5 WSB. We'll continue the conversation, or you can heckle me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.